Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Welcome to the Yellow Block, the pre-match show on the TalkSport Fan Network. We have previewed the 2023-24 season and it's all about to kick off this Saturday. I'm Dan and I'm joined by your host of the season for last year. It's Tim Studley. How are we, mate? That's me. I will take that. Yeah, I'm good, mate. Thanks. You enjoying your uh, your holiday? Uh, it's, it's been better. It's been better. Get no phone signal on the South Coast, sadly, so been a bit of a mission getting everything sorted to today but obviously we're, we're here now so we're, we're working with what we can let's see how we can yeah we'll see how we go well you know it's that's commitment uh you're on holiday and you've recorded twice this week so host of the season in the making i think they're done well i think it's a, a divorce in the making but we'll, we'll see what the week brings <laughs> commitment to the cause let's get straight into it tim obviously we we've got the first game of the season coming up on saturday recording this on wednesday night it's against reading who are in the third tier for the first time in 20 something years i believe so not necessarily newcomers to the league but they haven't been here for a while they did have a few points deductions if i'm not mistaken hence the relegation um so their last match against us was obviously in the championship two seasons ago now february 2022 we drew that nil nil so tim how are we feeling ahead of the reading game yeah it's, i think you summed it up quite nicely at the start it's a it's a difficult one to know what to expect here they are having real issues off the pitch currently under a transfer embargo we know that there is um protest plan for for them this week They've had a, I mean, an interest in summer's probably uh, a short description of it, really. They, they've lost a lot of experience. They've lost a lot of good players. And they've not really brought a huge amount in in the short window of time that they did have before the embargo came back. Um, it's, yeah, I mean, it's difficult. They've got a good manager uh, in Ruben Sellers, who, who, of course, was at Southampton last year. Um, I mean, they're a bit of an unknown entity. 
I would expect they would probably say similar about us with the changes that, that, that we've made this summer. But I really don't know what to expect with this. The, the bookies don't fancy them at all this season, and, and I can understand why with the the issues that they've got. But in terms of what, what we're going to expect, I really don't know. I mean, we see, don't we, the, the first few matches of any season that you get those surprise results. You never really know what's coming. You never really know which teams are going to start making moves. And it, it will take a few weeks for us to to figure other teams out. But but this is absolutely an unknown. And I know that at some point you're going to ask me to make a prediction and it's possibly one of the, the hardest ones that we're, we're ever going to have to do because I, I don't... It's, this is a game that we could easily go and turn them over 4-5-0, such as the trouble that they've got. But equally, they are an experienced championship side, as you, you mentioned there. So with a good manager and they've still got a couple of decent players... So, yeah, I don't know, really. Um, I know it doesn't really necessarily answer your question, but this is very much a, an unknown. It's probably, there's certainly better opening fixtures that I think I would have picked in League One. Um, away at Reading is uninspiring any time in the season, but with where they are at the moment and what's going on, I just, I don't, I don't know what to expect. I really don't. Yeah, I think you've hit the nail on the head there. It's a difficult one to to predict. There's obviously a lot of variables in, in the game. Um, but, you know, just to pick up on the, the few things you have mentioned, obviously, like you say, we've got Premier League experience on the back now. Obviously, you know, didn't end well f- with uh, with Southampton last year. But, you know, still 20 games in the in the Premier League is nothing to be sniffed at in terms of you know, high-level experience with high-level players. So he's obviously got something about him. Um, you know, it's interesting that you mentioned experience. Let's, let's go into their squad. We've got some experienced players, some that people may have heard of in the past. Obviously, Andy Carroll is the big one that would sort of spring to mind in terms of big names. Past it now a bit, you know, he's in his 30s. But uh, obviously, we're expecting him to to play a big part for Reading throughout the season, not just in these opening games. Um, yeah, So, obviously, Andy Carroll, Tim Holmes, Sam Hutchinson, Tom McIntyre, Ovi Ijaria, Femi Aziz, uh, Andy Yadom, which is the captain for this season, Guinness Walker, Dean Buzniaz, Yokul Andresen, Amadou Umbeng, uh, Lewis Wing, Charlie Savage, obviously just signed from Manchester United, uh, Harvey Nibs, and Sam Smith. That is not the starting lineup for Reading, that is their entire senior squad for this season which should sort of illustrate the dire straits that they find themselves in at the moment. 16 senior players, and obviously they are fielding the rest through uh, through the academy. Obviously, if injuries happen in that team at any point through this season, they're going to find themselves in a, in a really precarious position, obviously, with that, with that tighter squad. You mentioned the bookies' odds. So, Reading currently find themselves 7-2 to two to be relegated once again. Uh, shocking times for a club that uh, I can remember being in the Premier League not too long ago. So, you know, it's an interesting time to play them, as you mentioned. I think if you look at sort of, you know, times to play these big clubs in big stadiums, it's probably the best time we could have thought of. Um, You know, obviously things aren't going well off the pitch, neither are they for us. But, Tim, tell us more about this sit-in protest they've got scheduled for Saturday. Yeah, so they, um, they're they basically at loggerheads with their ownership. They want their ownership to 
pack up and leave. They are on their, I believe, second embargo due to unpaid tax bills. Um, They've made it quite clear that they still support the manager and the squad. So they will give the team their full support for the 90 minutes. And they are then staging a sitting pro, a sit in protest uh, when the game's finished. So they're all making their way to, I believe it was the southeast corner, ironically, near where the posh fans will be. um, And they're refusing to move. now, obviously, they've made these plans, uh, you know, known ahead of time. So it'll be interesting to see how it does play out. But they're clearly unhappy. I mean, to go into the first game of a season and have a protest plan says a lot about the the state of the club. I didn't realise they were they were that much of a bookie's favourite to go down. I can't I can't see that happening personally. Um, I still think they're good enough to stay up. There's certainly four worst teams in this league. I think for me, the biggest thing we've read in um, over this summer is is the experience that they've lost. You, you mentioned the squad there and the fact that they've only got 15, 16 first team players, but you look at the names that have left, I think that's probably the the telling issue that Reading are going to have. So the likes of uh, Tom Ince and Lucas Jow. Now, Lucas Jow was the reason that Reading stayed up and, and really, and we went down in our last championship campaign. Um, Nabi Saar, Liam Moore, Shane Long, these are all experienced players who they've they've lost. And who have they brought in? Well, you mentioned Charlie Savage. Now, to be fair, um, he does actually look quite tasty. This is uh, Robbie Savage's son. Um, comes with a big reputation. Um, interested to see. I mean, I think he will He will do something. It looks like they're trying to build a team around him. And then Harvey Nibs and Sam Smith, who, of course, they've signed uh, a duo from Cambridge. Now, I actually quite like Sam Smith. I know I'm a posh fan and I shouldn't say that, but I was quite impressed when, when he played against us last year. Um, and Harvey Nibs is, is okay. So they've yeah, no, I mean, they, they've, you can't say they've recruited well because they've lost experience and they've brought in a couple of free transfers from Scumbridge. So it's probably not a great summer for them, but their, their frustration runs deeper than just this summer. And that's why we've got these these protests. I think it could be quite a it could be quite a spicy atmosphere as much as they've, they've promised to support the team for the 90 minutes. There's clearly a lot of anger there. And this is, let's be honest, a placid club. Reading aren't exactly known for hooligan, hooligan, oh, for fuck's sake, hooliganism. I'll get out eventually. Um, and being, you know, the league's rough boys. So for them to get to this point, it's it's kind of, yeah, I don't know. It's a very kind of um, quite a posh protest. And I don't mean that in a, in terms of Peterborough United. It's quite a posh as in upmarket protest. Let's all sit down and refuse to move. But it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. But yeah, after the game is uh, when we've got this sit-in proce- uh, protest plan. Yeah, it definitely gives uh, vibes of uh, Craven Cottage with Victoria Sponge in the stands, doesn't it? But uh, look, it, it's it's better than some of the ways that fans choose to protest these days. I think, you know, let, let, let's just quickly touch on these transfer embargoes. It's, it's, it's for unpaid tax bills and it's not the first time they've had it. So I think with the bookies sort of, you know, mentioning that they're seven to two to go down again, I think that's, you know, with the bookies expecting them to have some form of a points deduction at some point this season. Um, and I, I think that's probably not the, the, the worst shout either. I think they had sort of, you know, I think it was minus 20 in the end last season. And, you know, if they have that again, probably not a, a bad shout finishing mid-table if you've only got sort of 16 senior players within the entire squad. You know, you're making up more than half of the the full full squad with, with youth academy players, then you, you're sort of worried about the future. I certainly would be if, if we were in that position with Posh. 
So, no, very, very interesting times. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order mug delivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Let's touch more on Posh now. Let's go to what we presume will be the formation based on the Birmingham game, the most recent friendly we've had. So the squad for that game, we had uh, Blikapic in goal. Uh, Peter Chioso at right back, Romney and Ronnie at centre back, and uh, Burrows on the left back position. Midfield, we had Arch Collins and Kiprianu, and Poku in sort of a, a number 10 role. On the wings, we had uh, Randall, Ephraim Mason Clark, and obviously Strike Johnson Clark. Harris is what we're expecting to be the lineup. And, uh, and and Tim, your thoughts on that? Anyone you you sort of you know surprised that uh, they'd get a sniff? Are you hearing this in the background? Are you hearing the laughter? Yeah, but it's fine. People know you're on holiday. You're allowed to uh, you're allowed to enjoy your summer. It doesn't distract from from what you're saying. Yeah, it's a difficult one because there's a lot of I guess an element of unknown to to us as well. Really, I suppose just just quickly circling back to what you were saying uh, to wrap up with, with Reading, and you know we mentioned. Um, we mentioned Charlie Savage there. I think there was a, I was listening to a 606 with Robbie Savage on Sunday and they had a Reading fan and then they were talking about this Peterborough game and he was basically saying that their expectation is incredibly low um, and, you know, they're building this team around Charlie Savage. And, and this is a 20 year old guy who has played 15 games for Forest Green Rovers last year. So, there's so much unknown about this side that it makes it difficult to know how Posh should should set up, really. Um, you know, do we mimic what we did in the last preseason friendly, as you mentioned there? Do we go relatively defensive? Because let's not forget, of course, that this is an away game against a you know a big club, really. Um, or do we go there on the front foot? I think traditionally under Fergie, we've got the opening days wrong consistently for the last like four or five years now. So I think whatever he does will probably be wrong. Um, if it was me, I would probably go slightly more cautious. I think we've got the the midfield to be able to change things from uh, sort of a negative mentality to a more positive one if we need to. So I would I would give um, Belakopic uh, number one shirt. Now, I would put Tomlinson at left back. However, I think the fact that the squad numbers have been announced and he's played all of preseason in left back, I think it will be Burroughs. Uh, he's now got the number three shirt, which would suggest he's our left back for this season. But I would personally have five at the back. I would have Tomlinson and Kyoso 
as left and right back respectively. I'd have uh, Critchlow on the left of the central three and then Edwards and Knight making up the centre-backs. In the middle, I would move Burroughs forward. I'd have him on the left wing role. Uh, I think there in number 10 is his best position. On the right, I would start with Mason Clark. Uh, I do want to see what Collins has, has got, but I, I, you know, Mason Clark's your captain now. He has to play. Um, anchoring, I would have Kiprianu. Big hopes for him this season. And then I'll probably have Poku uh, just behind the uh, striker. However, I do think that, that it will be nothing like that because I'm fully expecting Randall to start, fully expecting Burroughs to be at left back, uh, fully expecting Collins to start because he's a bit of a, you know, our flagship summer signing. Um, and then I would, you know, put, put JCH up front. But actually, you know, we've got that striker position. I know we touched about it on the the preview pod is, is a big one this year because, you know, will will JCH go? Will he stay? Is he the right man for that position now? There's a lot of unknowns there. So I'm not really sure how Fergie's going to line up, which probably adds to the excitement of it. This is very much, and I know I've said it three or four times now, a real unknown entity. Um, you know, I, I, I like a flutter at the bookies every now and again, but sod trying to predict this one on Saturday because it, it literally could go anyway. This I've got, I've got no idea how Saturday's going to play out at all. But it's so nice to have football back, right? Uh, Dan, Dan. All right. Well, it, I mean, it looks to be fair. Like uh, Dan has failed to put fifty p in the Wi-Fi meter. He's dropped out. Uh, to be fair, though, to Dan, he. I mean, he's gone on holiday. Recorded twice in one week. Um, has absolutely dreadful signal because he's in the middle of Cornwall. Uh, so let's just assume he's not coming back, which leaves me with well, just just me really which is quite a strange setup anyway it's the perfect excuse for me to wedge in my favorite feature this is tim's away day guide tim's away day guide Brought to you by Get the Badge In. First up, this campaign for the Travelling Poshies is the Select Car Leasing Stadium, although for most of us it will always be known as the Majeski. What to expect here? Well, I mean, it's okay. This Saturday could be a strange old atmosphere with the planned protests, but the ground itself is pretty decent. It could be accused of being one of the newer, soulless blueprint blueprint fuck's sake. Blueprint fuck off. Why can't I say blueprint? Wait. <laughs> It could be accused of being one of the newer soulless blueprint grounds, but actually it's quite charming in its own way and is certainly one of the more comfortable that we're going to experience this campaign. Poshies are going to be housed in the South Stand for this one with an initial allocation of 2,327. In that stand, you'll find modern facilities and plenty of legroom with fantastic views of the pitch. The stand is quite steep, so in my memory, I recall being able to make plenty of noise here with pretty good acoustics. They normally have a home drummer too, so that helps, unless, of course, he's on strike this weekend. You'll find a small fan zone outside the East End, which does welcome away fans for a pre-match pint, as well as a couple of mobile bars. With where the ground is located, there isn't much else in the way of options for drinks ahead of this one. You could try the Holiday Inn, which serves drinks and is a 15-minute walk from the ground. Or, if you're early enough, you could head to Three Mile Cross, where you'll find a few decent pubs too. This is one of those grounds that's located on a retail park, so nearby you'll find all the usual outlets, KFC, McDonald's, Pizza, etc. Otherwise, a bit like the pubs, you may want to head to the centre of Reading if you wanted some food pre- or post-match. You can get the usual selection of food inside the ground, and they do serve alcohol within the concourse too. 
Easy enough, this one for those travelling by car. A1 to Black Cat Roundabout, across to Milton Keynes, down the M1 to the M25, anti-clockwise to the M4, and from there, really, it's a straight arrow to Junction 11. It's well signposted and dead easy to reach from the motorway. It's literally five minutes away from Junction 11. It can take a while to escape after the game, though, so be warned with that. There's a limited amount of parking at the ground itself, as well as the nearby retail park. But last time I went, I found parking at the old Greyhound track. Now, I've had a look online. I'm not 100% sure if this is still there, but it is worth a gander. There are also the usual unofficial car parks that seem to pop up on match days nearby. There's a park and ride too for this one. Head to Mere Oak near Junction 11, and you can park there for free and grab a bus to the ground. The train station is three miles away. Be warned though, as left unions are doing their usual thing this weekend, so check if you're planning on getting the railway. Perhaps more interestingly, I checked trains this morning looking at times, and every single train from Peterborough to Reading on Saturday was sold out. Now, I've never seen that before, and I'm not quite sure why that was happening, but if you do find a way to travel, it's relatively easy. Peterborough to King's Cross, underground to Paddington, and then Paddington to Reading. It takes just over two hours. As I mentioned, the station is a fair trek away, though, but there is a special bus. It takes about 45 minutes out, so make sure you leave plenty of time. You shouldn't experience any trouble with stewards here, and to my knowledge, there's no real beef between these two, but just be warned that the Reading fans are, quite rightly, pretty pissed just now, so probably won't respond well to the usual taunts, and with tempers set to fray this Saturday, it's probably wise to expect tougher policing than usual. Interesting fact, Reading wasn't always nicknamed the Royals. Indeed, they used to be referred to as the Biscuitmen, after local firm Huntley & Palmer's Reading Biscuits sponsored the club. Reminds me, actually, of the time I tried to start an online bakery website but accidentally deleted all of my cookies. Shut up. If you are going Saturday, I think you'll enjoy this one. Good luck, enjoy, and stay safe. And now, in the absence of uh, Dan, I will uh, fill you in with the match odd. So we were saying earlier on that we don't know how this one is going to play out. Um, the bookies seem to fancy posh for this one. So we are 7-5 to five odds, which basically means if you stuck a tenner on posh you would uh, get a return of 24 pound reading are 21 to 10 which means a tenner on them would return 31 pound and a tenner on the draw would return 36 pound we asked on twitter prediction for the reading game 60 percent think we will win this i mean that's a great away day win uh, to get the season started um 17 said we would lose uh, 17% of Dan's fans, no doubt, with the pessimism. And 23% said we would draw. Um, in terms of predictions for us, well, I mean, we normally go around the table at this point, but it's just me. Do I put my balls on the line here? Be the only one to make a prediction, even though I've said all evening, uh, I don't know what to expect with this one. Yeah, okay, I'll go with the bookies. Um, uh, this feels very unnatural to say, but I think Posh will win on the opening day. Um, I think we will win 3-1. We'll come from behind and win 3-1. That's my prediction. In fact, that's the entire yellow block prediction because, you know, it's just me representing. Uh, Before we wrap up, it's time to draw the winner of the annual yellow block club posture giveaway. Drumroll, please. Huge well done. This is being drawn as we speak. Producer Danny, uh, who is a silent entity of the, the pod, is doing this now. Congratulations to Mark Price. Congratulations. You win a 2023-24 posture of your choice. 
Let us know which one you want. Obviously not the home shirt, though, because you'd be better off just buying a pair of Primark pyjamas. Thanks to everyone for listening to this pre-match episode of the Yellow Block. Apologies for the sudden change in host midway through. We'll be back next week to look ahead to the Charlton at home game. Uh, If you are going this weekend, do enjoy. Follow us on the socials or visit our website, which is theyellowblock.co.uk. And up the box. salvaged it that's definitely salvageable i'll be about i can have about 15 minutes long but um the talk sport fan network the ultimate on-demand destination for the uk's best fan-led football podcasts including a properly good posh cast from peterborough united's original pod posse follow the yellow block on the talk sport fan network club dedicated content created by the fans for the fans search talk sport fan network away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.